everybody. Welcome to the world's absolute greatest Bronze Age Spider-Man podcast. Here comes the Spider-Cast. I'm your co-host, Michael, and as always, I'm joined by... Joshua Mervell. Today, we're going to be taking a look at some of the, like, special issues of Spider-Man from the early <laughs> 1980s. Special is the word. Yeah. Yes. These are giveaways, I believe, with, like, newspapers and stuff like that. Or department uh, stores. <laughs> yeah, and department stores. I mean, right. they do have a price on them, but... I don't really know exactly how they were given out, but whatever, we'll get to that later. So anyway, as usual, we're joined by G.I. Jolie. Hey, what up? It's your boy. What? <laughs> Stolen. Um, just <laughs> no, it's thievery. Not. The thievery. <laughs> I uh, have been, my identity's been stolen. Someone called the police. <laughs> you can have all $36 in my bank account. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> That's what you'd get if you took my identity. And just some crippling anxiety. Oh, also, I'm here. Hi. Oh, yeah, that's Bex Luther talking, in case you didn't know. <laughs> yeah, because my um, voice is so generic. So, <laughs> so anyway. No, dude, I think I sound gross. That's why I don't listen to these back, because I can't handle my voice. So Yeah, fun fact, I've never listened to an episode either. I just skip my parts. <laughs> so I want to give some good news. Uh... G.I. Julie, you remember uh, Jeff Kavanaugh, who's one of our vendors at Action and stuff like that, right? Yeah. So he started up his own YouTube channel reviewing junk food, like, you know, whatever, you know, like yeah, Pringles. Junk, junk, junk food, food Jeff. Jeff. Yeah. He oh. only started a few months ago. He's only done five videos. And he's already getting 800 views per video. <laughs> so he's leapfrog past. Here comes the spider cast. Congratulations, Jeff. Now we Dude, know what people really want. Nice. And that's just mukbang culture, man. It's like crazy. Yeah, I bet you if we were eating like spicy noodles while reviewing Spider-Man, we'd be like up there. That's the secret. Okay, we better get on that. Yeah. All right. I hate mukbangs. Okay. Anyway, I so. Uh, I could be like, oh, I can't remember his name. It's avocado something. Oh, and Nicado Avocado. That's it. We could we could start drama. We could and eat. A lot of food. We can start eat, drama with Jeff. We can eat two dozen lobsters in one sitting. Oh, that would make me sad. Are there vegan mukbangers? Yeah. Hot for he food. used to be. Oh, Jesus. The Kato Seems... Avocado used to be, and then, you know, um, it's just too good to pass up eating those... the shitty food and. All right, Spidey time. <laughs> okay, no, so talking about YouTube drama. This is from a strange time when, I mean, I don't know what to say about these comics, but, you know, every kid was reading comics. Now no one knows what comics are. They think the Marvel Universe only exists in movies, so it was a different time. I don't want to sound cynical, but anyway. The kids are stupid. They don't know what books are now. Exactly. Idiot. Right. How do, is it on the phone? Is that how I read? I don't feel that way, by the way. Exactly. So we're going to talk about come for my Zoomers. Spidey or Spider-Man and the Incredible Hulk battle Dr. Doom and the Colorado Caper. This is the one I'm doing, right? Yes. Okay. It says on it a 60 cent value, but I got a feeling this was a giveaway, but who knows? I could be wrong. Now, I'm going to quickly talk about the plot. Now, Bex Luther, you said you want to talk about the advertisements. Do you want to do that as we go along or sort of afterward? Uh, we could, we could, which one was this one? Oh, right. We can we can do that after. We'll do it after. Okay, after after. Okay, so on the cover we got a great John Romita Senior uh, shot of him swinging on his uh, on his web line. 
But on his back, he has a pair of skis, and on his neck, he has a scarf, which I think is cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got a newspaper at the bottom that says, that says, The Denver Post, Hulk seen on ski slope. And at the bottom, it says, Compliments of May D and F. I don't even know what that is. Do you guys? It, it, yes, I do. What is it? May D and F is May Daniels and Fisher, which was a department store in Denver. Mm. It's like a big department store. Uh, that mm. like it it was a mix of a, like a few different places, but it was you know since eighteen seventy seven. Mm. And does it ex- exist now? That's what I was trying to find, and the only thing I can find is uh, and well, the first thing I could find one was black and white photos. It looks like it may have been closed. Um, currently. Uh, it like remnants of it, aka photos. The only thing I can find are like on uh, like historical websites and that kind of thing. So, cool fact: it was designed by um, someone from the Detroit School of Architecture, mm. and that is why it looks a little bit. If you see photos of it, it looks a little bit like the post buildings. Oh, cool, cool! Mm-hmm. Look at that. Oh. Because I thought it meant that Aunt May was down to fuck, but I guess not. <laughs> okay. Oh, I, I, I gotta, I gotta reread this one. I read it in the wrong, with the wrong context. Gotcha. Mm. All right. So yeah, this was a different time. Obviously, um, we open up here with Doctor Doom threatening this family in front of like a ski slope. Uh, yeah, it sounds awesome already. <laughs> so anyway, so basically, this family are um, what are they called? They're the family of a uh, what is the guy? He's a what's it called? A uh, scientist. Yeah, he's right? a scientist. But he, yeah. but he's gonna kidnap this girl. He's basically saying he's gonna kidnap this girl, right? Am I reading he the right? Did, he did, Yeah, he kidnapped this girl because uh, they're going to America. Oh, for the scientists to go to like this conference that's happening. But Doom knows that if he's in America, he has the chance to run away. So he's using his daughter as collateral. So that's he, right. he can't get away from him. So she's already been kidnapped. And these guys are toughs that are holding her like hostage. Right. So he explains that. Then we cut over to Bruce Banner in front of uh, May DNF. And he's taught, you know, he's kind of reminiscing about how he turns into the Hulk and all that stuff. And uh, but as you know, Bruce Banner arrives at the at the conference center. We cut over to Spider Man, or sorry, Peter Parker. So Peter Parker is also going to the same ski slope, right? And meanwhile, we cut over to um, this uh, what's it called uh, guy who these people already suspect is going to defect. And he's like whispering to them later. He's like, I will talk to you later, Dr. Banner. First, I'm going to defect because that's how you do it when you want to defect from a communist country. <laughs> um, hey, don't tell anyone, but I'm oh, defecting. It's, yeah, exactly. like, it's like when Michael in the office declares bankruptcy, bankruptcy by just shouting it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's not quite how it works, but that's OK. Again, this was a different time, right? So Spidey uh, swings in and he wants to go skiing, so he Turns into Peter Parker, uh, gathers up his gear, and then he's going to get on one of those, uh, what is it called? Um, ski lifts. Ski lifts, whatever. And, uh, oh, no, 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 no. First he's going skiing, but then meanwhile, uh, the guy who's going to defect is skiing along 
And he's yeah. already said he's going to defect, so we know he's going to. But these guys are prepared. So they've got rocket packs on their back as they're skiing oh, yeah. down. These are like his, like, what do you call these people? Like, not guards, but they're kind of like Goons? his Goons, but they're yeah. watching to make sure he doesn't um, uh, defect. So they're chasing after him with the rockets, and they're shooting stuff after them, after him, and it's exploding. And, you know, he's almost getting hit. He's hitting a rock. Sorry. And then, oh, lands right at the feet of Dr. Doom, who basically tells him, he's like, you know, uh, not so fast, buddy. Sorry, were you going to say something? No, I'm just I just laughing. love I just love the visual of Dr. Doom at a ski resort. Oh, I love it. I know, just standing there. He's like, fool, of course. I knew, of course, you would try to defect. Unfortunately, we're on American soil. I must pretend to respect diplomacy and not punish you openly. So then he kind of gives like a little flashback over to Latveria. Where in Latveria, if anyone, you know, crosses Dr. Doom, they just get thrown in like this medieval prison, right? And like chained up. And he's like, in Latveria, my justice is swift and fearsome. Here, I cannot use such means. But he's like, but he's like, uh, he's like, oh, what is he? He's like, he, he's like, where does he say it here? Where does he say it? Oh, no, so, uh, my little, my little Isla. Is it Ilsa? Ilsa. Ilsa. She's in Switzerland. I sent her away to school. This. Oh, yeah. He's holding up a picture. He's holding up a picture. The same school from which my secret police kidnapped her. So he reveals that he's already kidnapped the guy's daughter, right? So now this guy's like, oh, crap, now I can't defect, even though I already said it out loud. <laughs> so then I, anyway, later on, Bruce Banner is talking to Dimitri, and he's like, oh, thank goodness you're alone. You have to tell me about your defection. Remember you mentioned it earlier? And the guy's like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, see you later. So then Bruce Banner's like, that's weird. Huh. He said he was going to earlier. And then the goons are like, Dimitri has done well, but this American suspects too much. We cannot take chances, right? So I go to kill him. So like now we're going to go kill him. So let's go put him on skis and push him off of a ledge. But as he's falling, guess what? Bruce Banner, what's going to happen if he's stressed out, right? He's going to turn into the Incredible Hulk. So meanwhile, Peter Parker is skiing. And the goons are trying to rough this guy up now. Because they thought he was spying on Doctor Doom, right? So meanwhile, Bruce Banner... Or or, sorry, no. So then they put him on this uh, ski lift... And then they, um, what do they do? They smash it. Yeah, a sonic, they use a sonic shattering gun, right? But not only does it knock Peter Parker off, it starts to affect everyone. So everyone, all these like pedestrians, like at least three of them are all falling. But Spidey, Peter Parker has time as he's falling to his death to swing, change into Spider-Man, go back up and catch all these people, all three of them with his spider web, right? He's really quick. He's got re fast reflexes. Meanwhile, yep. Bruce Banner's turned into the Hulk, so he lands, picks up a rock. These goons are attacking him. Look at this. They've got a spring steel band, this, like, doohickey, but Hulk smashes out of it. Spider-Man, um, meanwhile, he goes to look for the girl that's been kidnapped. He, he goes into, like, this little room, and the girl's sitting there reading a book. He taps him on the shoulder, webs him up, grabs the girl, takes off, right? Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the Hulk is beating up all these goons. He's, like, using his big Hulk clap to, like, create a big noise that creates an avalanche and buries them all in snow. But when the snow, when the guys all come to see what's going on, Hulk is turned back into Bruce Banner, right? And then meanwhile, uh, later on, uh, what's his name? Dr. Doom is, like, walking around, and there's, like, a news conference. 
And he's like, yeah, we're leaving. Uh, we're going to go home. Uh, yeah, the Hulk attacked. We're good, though. And uh, <laughs> and then they're like, uh, by the way, um, a source has leaked a rumor to the effect that Dr. Dimitri Solzhen wants to defect. Actually, he just told us out loud. But yeah. And they're like, so what's going on with that? And he's like, oh, well, you know, he can go if he wishes. But, but remember, Elsa is still my prisoner, right? So... He thinks this guy's screwed. But, uh-oh, turns out, look at this. Peter Parker has rescued her. So then she runs out, reunites with her father. Everything's good. And Dr. Doom is like, bah! He's all pissed off. And, uh, but that's it. There's nothing you can do, right? He's defected. He said he's defected, so he is A-OK. So he goes back uh, to the fa- to the May D&F store, grabs a new wardrobe, which I, which I wish I could do. His daughter gets a new wardrobe. Everyone's happy. He, they all go home. Oh, look, Bruce Banner gives them a ride. Peter Parker waves them off, and then he suits up to go back to the ski slope so we can do some more skiing. The end. Woo! What a great story. <sighs> Becca, I can see in your face that you enjoyed this one. What'd you think of it? I have a couple questions. Just a sure. couple. Not, like, too many, because it was very, very straightforward. Um, it's science conference, so why is Peter not there? He's skiing. Why is Peter not interested in the science conference instead of skiing? Um, why is Dr. Doom there? <laughs> whose who's decision was it to be like, okay, so we have to advertise for this department store. Um, so we want Spider-Man and the Hulk there, but who could they fight? Ah, Doom. <laughs> <laughs> why? Uh, I, think, I think Peter is there for the conference, actually. He's there to take pictures. He's there to take pictures for the bugle, but yeah. instead of like being interested in the science conference, he's skiing instead. <laughs> yeah. Which is like Peter would definitely be more interested in the science conference than the skiing, I would think. Ooh. Because science <laughs> Peter Parker. Mm. Right? But no, there's like no science in this science conference at all that takes place in this department store ski resort. Where are they? Where are we? <laughs> What's happening? There's the like only <laughs> the only thing in Denver is, uh, you know, Skiing. resorts. Wait, so. Jolie, didn't you live in Denver for a week, or where was that? I lived in Netherland, which was up on the mountain. But that was in Colorado, right? Yeah, I was in Colorado. Did you ski to the work? only thing. <laughs> every single day i actually the house that i was living in used to be a former like ski chalet oh <laughs> so wow. um wow. they changed it into like a high altitude cycling camp um and in the, i was there in the winter ish so we're doing work for the cycling camp and um one i ski to work every day two they only it's true there's only resorts there. And three, um, only recreational marijuana stores. So, mm. like, I went off the, I went down the mountain on my skis to, like, purchase socks, like, um, really hardier socks. And I think I passed, like, 10 dispensaries mm-hmm. and three or four, like, cafes. Well, so that's how Bruce Banner turns green. <laughs> yes, while skiing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still got so many questions. Why are Dr. Doom's goons just so like, he's like, oh yeah, just kill him. 
we're on like American soil at this very public event surrounded by regular people. Yeah, just, just, I don't like this guy. I don't like the cut of his jib. Kill him. Mm-hmm. I push him off a cliff. Ah, Peter make Parker, sure kill you, him. Make sure you strap some skis to him first. It's got to be a funny make sure he's Yeah, exactly. Make it look like an accident. I love it. And like, and then he, nobody is, nobody is subtle. I'm going to defect. And then Doom's like, he's not going to defect. I kidnapped his daughter. And the, the people have cameras right in his face. Like, <laughs> and then he's just this like, oh, foiled again. Yeah. I, I was like, it's your Dr. Doom. <laughs> You care about what the media thinks of you? It's a little late for that. You got dudes chained up in your home country. <laughs> uh, Gio, Julie, what'd you think of this one? Oh my God, I loved it. It was ridiculous. Okay, this is exactly the camp and ridiculousness that I expect. Um, right. It's, um, I, I would say the one flaw that kind of took me out of it um, was when they, sh- the goons his like secret police shot at Peter Parker with that vibration gun. Mm -hmm. Um, It was really hard to discern what was happening there. Yeah. 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 And also like they came packing with a vibration gun. Of course. Mm -hmm. Always. And a gun that shoots steel ribbons that can withstand the Hulk. Mm -hmm. Right. Gotta be prepared for anything. Yeah, like Colorado. The, the, the Latvian secret police came prepared. Also, <laughs> I thought I hated the idea of it at first, but like everybody is in a suit at this conference, except for Victor Von Doom, who's He's wearing full game. super villain regalia, right? And, <laughs> yeah, and his like full. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what it's made out of metal. He's wearing armor. He looks mm-hmm. like the man, like so the man in the iron mask. He wishes. And then, and then full green, huh. like hood. And nobody, no one questions this. Would you? Everyone's I'm like, not going up to that guy and being like, dude, you're dead. At yeah. this point of time, is is Doom all like disfigured? Oh yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's like, it's well known. He's like the Kim Jong. Doom of the comics, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> okay. So people would just like expect him to make an appearance at a science conference in Colorado? I, I guess so. I mean, he is a scientist. He is something of a scientist himself. So, But he's <laughs> there because of the, his other scientist is there. Like, that's why they're there, so that this mm. Dimitri guy can go to the conference, which doesn't seem like a good idea anyway. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, he was always. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. He was so suspicious of the the other doctor, like immediately. So he's like, "Nobody talk to my guy. I don't want him to get any crazy defection ideas." <laughs> Since when does Doom have goons? Right. Who are these guys? Uh, he needs goons. I think he sort of needs goons, doesn't he? I don't know. Not, doesn't he normally have Doom bots? I was gonna say. Well, maybe not at this point. <laughs> he's just got regular dudes helping him out. <laughs> Maybe they're uh, like his Kevin Costner's. Josh, what do you think? You didn't give your review. What do you think of this one? Yeah, it's it's all right. <laughs> I mean, all right, okay. Back to you, Bex. No, thank you. Right. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, I I love the camp at times. Um, I think that even for like the car 
cartoonish nature of this comic, I think it gets a little bit convoluted at times. Sure. Uh, and it just like needlessly complicated, like the goons talking to Bruce Banner and pushing. Like, I, there's just like I don't know. There's there's moments where like I got maybe it was also just the time I was super distracted, but I was just like uh, I don't want to read all of this these bubbles and nothing really matters. So I just started kind of like skimming and just looking at the art and flipping pages, but it was fun. There were some like goofy moments. Um, there's really no point for the Hulk to be there. He doesn't do anything. Um, like he just gets angry and punches some guys and then that's it. Uh, yeah, it definitely feels like a crossover event that is funded by a large chain store so well here's the thing though we should point out this art is by john ravita senior so at the very least this art i thought was incredible Mm -hmm. personally gi julie you agree i was surprised but then i thought also okay so someone else is in the mix like the denver post is in the mix Mm -hmm. so of course the art has to be like pretty flawless they would never publish anything that didn't look like that looked too experimental or that um or didn't look too much like a quote comic i find that this is like the most generic sort of art um <laughs> is it Parker? Is it? Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> he too thinks it's pretty generic looking. <laughs> I like I I I mean, I don't hate it when people agree with me. Um Yeah, I mean it just looks it looks um very like Mattel. You know that look? Um Mattel illustration from like the seventies and eighties. Uh, not specifically, but uh, Jose Luis Garcia Lopez. Oh, Garcia Lopez. Yeah. Well, I mean, John, like John Romita, John Romita Senior is sort of the counterpart to him. I think he's like the, to me, the quintessential perfect Marvel artist. He's not as esoteric as Jack Kirby. He's not as dynamic as John Buscema, but just I think his art's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Did it say who the artist is? I didn't. I, 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 he's actually not credited, but I, I, if you look it up online. They say it's him, so and it looks exactly okay. like him. So at the very least, he did the inks. It's possible he didn't do pencils, but at the very least, he did inks because it's unmistakable that it's him. Yeah, because I feel like I don't know that he would have um, if he like. I don't feel like he did the pencils either, just because it's possible, it, yeah. it doesn't. Yeah, at least some of it. Um, it just seems to. You know what? I I don't want to say that just in case I'm incorrect. Um, it, but like the scene where they're again pointing those vibration guns, mm-hmm. it that scene was so confusing. I don't feel like he would have drawn something like that. You know, right. had chosen to do it that way. Mm-hmm. Right. It was a bit confusing. Right. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, the artist, whoever the artist or penciler was, has understanding of composition. Mm-hmm. Um. But I feel like, yeah, I think that the penciler and the inker might not be the same person. That's um, just possible, yeah. Just because mm. the storytelling is a bit off, like the visual storytelling, I should say, not the actual story itself. Right. I mean, right. the storytelling is wildly off. Well, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but that's just fun anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it feels very Josh. retro. It feels very retro. It feels like a classic comic. Um, I think that <laughs> the art definitely matches the tone of the story, too. Like, right. it, it feels like a 60s, 70s comic. Um, I mean, this is really early 80s, so it's... I don't know. This is kind of like when comics are starting to turn, I think, especially for Marvel, where they, like, wanted to have a little bit more of a serious tone, and it wasn't this, like... You know, eh, I'll suck in the jaw type of type of story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sorry for the oinking. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> he has strong opinions. Apparently. This is his only outlet. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, I thought it was a, a fine story. I, I was surprised at how much. I enjoyed it for it being essentially a, uh, you know, 25 page advertisement uh, full of like product placements and stuff, um, that's, that's, which we'll talk about in a minute. Yep. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I enjoyed it, too. Uh, Bex Luthor, what do you think of the art? Yeah, no, it's not offensive at all. When I'm looking <laughs> at it, I was actually like, wow, this advertisement is pretty well done. Marvel <laughs> probably show up the, the good ones for this they probably got lots of money from this now de- defunct um department store right this is the coca-cola ad- bears of comic advertisements exactly <laughs> that's not to say that i think it's interesting <laughs> obviously it's an ad so it's not like gonna be wow look at these groundbreaking panels and an interesting storytelling it's just it is what it is i do really like how dr doom is drawn Especially just mm-hmm. always either hands on the hips, hands crossed, just disappointed dad mode. That's a good look for Doom. Uh, I like how Peter, his ski suit is just Spider-Man colors. I enjoy that. Mm, good point. It's better change out of my Spider-Man costume into this Spider-Man costume. <laughs> um, everyone, people will be like, why is Spider-Man skiing? That's weird. Yeah, that's what's weird about all this, Peter. <laughs> um. It was okay. It's it's definitely like interesting that you see this like very lovely retro comic book art, and then every couple pages there's a there's like an actual advertisement advertisement for the clothing for the department, and it is definitely not beautifully. Ugh. No, it's very jarring. It's very like oh look at this pleasing art, and you're like oh my god, what are these monster children? Who's yeah. drawing these? Who's drew these parts? I want to know that and. How quick did he get fired? Because, sir? It's probably just tracing over a photo, right? Yeah. I would assume that these were, like, actual ads. And then they, as a joke, maybe drew over them. And then they were like, yeah, it works. And then put it in. Mm-hmm. I don't um, think it was a joke, but I agree with you on every yeah. part of that. Yeah. My favorite uh, ads uh, are the ones where the Spider-Man and, and the Hulk's heads are just cut off. Because they're not relevant to the ad. Because... You gotta know that these pants are thirty four ninety nine. <laughs> oh wait a minute, you're right. On digital page seventeen, Spidey's head is completely cut off, which is really awkward. And then the next page, Hulk's Hulk. head is cut off. That's so bizarre. I, again, I think it's because these were actual advertisements, and then they're kids, so they're framed for a kid in the shot. And when you put a superhero, an adult superhero, next to them, of course they're going to be cut out of the frame, right? So. What an, what an odd choice. You'd think they just make the whole image smaller so they could fit the heads on. Uh, yeah. 
that would be smart. I do like how the one is a kid next to the Hulk, and the Hulk is like maybe a foot taller than him cut out of the frame. It's like the Hulk is definitely <laughs> bigger than that. <laughs> Good point. I, 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 my favorite one is the uh, kids wearing the Snoopy baseball tees, standing in a uh, football field <laughs> with Hulk in the foreground with a football helmet on. Oh, that's great. I didn't oh, even get that. Touchdown. Yeah, that's digital page 23. I love it. I was like, oh, that's what sports people wear, right? There's sports, <laughs> sports going on. Sports. Um, the one in 24. Ooh. Which one's that one? I'm great at playing with nets. <laughs> what in the hell? What? An, why? It's yeah. so, Peter, get away from those girls. Why are you in and those girls' change room? Get out. And he's not even saying it. He's thinking it. <laughs> Good point. Which is cool. Oh, yeah. Wait, what? Well, yeah. he's thinking it because the girl is saying, sweat score style, long sleeve sweats, trademark, buy Shigo, ruby top, $24, elastic waist, corduroy pants, $28, both in sizes 7 to 14, sweats, trademark, buy Shigo, hooded, fleece jacket with snap packet front, polyester, cotton, and teal, purple, $26, matching fleece jogging pants with side pockets and elastic buttons, girls, 7 to 14, $22. <laughs> Too, that's really crazy too. Is that like uh, that's expensive? Oh my god! Like if you with inflation, twenty three dollars for a pair of sweats today is like you're looking at like the equip eighty eighty to a hundred dollars. Well, let's do a quick Google. What is twenty four dollars <laughs> US? Nineteen eighty one. 1982. 82. I'm sorry. 82. Sorry, that one year is going to matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, $24 calculated for inflation. Why, why do I have to watch an ad? This is the ba- bad website. $68 for a you pair of I mean. children's pants. Yeah. Ew. That's crazy. Especially <laughs> since like you can go to Carter's and get a pair of children's pants for like five bucks a day. <laughs> yeah. I work not at a place with overpriced like clothing, and ours is not sixty-eight dollars for a pair of pants. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? And that's American too, so that's like a thousand dollars Canadian. Thousand dollars and six maple leaves. Mm-hmm. So, do we have anything else to say about this comic book? I just want to know why are the why are the like they know what speech bubbles are? Like whoever's doing <laughs> these tracings. Because sometimes it's like, look, it's the Incredible Hulk. Good thing we're dressed for action in our Pacific Trail jackets. And then the next kid goes $39.99 to $69.99. Like, he's just saying the prices, like, an advertisement. Mm -hmm. They know what a a speech bubble is. Thinking about it now, it's probably the advertisement agency that sent these to Marvel. And not anybody at Marvel doing this. Um... I'll just say that I've worked on, I mean, Josh, you work in animation, but I've worked in a, yeah. at a video company where we were, we actually got subcontracted out like actual ads for like real commercials that went on TV. And if there were spelling mistakes, a certain supervisor of mine insisted that I don't change them, even though I knew they were wrong. I'm like, we should probably right. change. No, we're not going to be to do that. So that's exactly what's happening here is someone probably knew that there was something wrong with these speech bubbles or thought bubbles, but someone else was like, nope, just Bang Not it out. Get it done. Job. Exactly. That's that's what's going on here. 
Because so I like anyway. the first one with the two girls, and it's like, and she's like, oh, wow. The other one's like, oh, hi, Spidey. Look at our new dresses that mom bought us at blah, blah, blah. And then she just says all of the other information. Right. Well, I just very... like to think that she is saying that to Spider-Man. He's like, oh, okay. Never cool. smooth. Yeah. But that dress, though. Excuse me. This is what we should go for Halloween as is. <laughs> all, all is, what is it called? May DNF uh, fashion. There you go. From 1981. Dude, these girls' dresses are lit, though. Like, mm-hmm. you laugh. Some of this, some of these clothes are fire. Some of them are <laughs> not fire. Some of uh-huh. them did not age well. But the Loloida dresses at the beginning, I was like, wow, this store has cute items. And then it's like, check out my Ralph Lauren polo. And I'm like, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will have to. Yeah, sorry. Oh, I'm done. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, now I know what a gunny sack is. I still don't know. <laughs> the dress. Oh, oh. No, I thought they were Laloidica dresses, but I guess that it's the 80s, so. Do also, you know what? Sh- I... Go ahead. Oh, I feel like they put. Um, I think Josh is right. They brought, or sorry, the the company, the advertising agency, definitely gave them the drawings because they just put um, facsimiles of the different superheroes in. Like this is a pose, the pose of uh, like Spidey swinging in. Mm, it's, it's like famous, and mm-hmm. it's used everywhere. Yeah, like that's just. That, that's actually just a John Romita senior art, just like repurposed, you know, times a million. <laughs> I do like how the boys in the jackets, one's wearing uh, the, the gay pride flag and the other is wearing the asexual pride flag. Like, shout out, you know, very yep. progressive in these times. Mm. We love to see that. <laughs> okay, but anyway, we still have one more comic to review, so oh, we should right. probably move on from this. Are right. talking about clothing advertisements from the 80s? Hold on. So first, we have to dis- we have to tell our listeners if um, before you you know click off of us and click on to Junk Food Jeff's channel, uh, <laughs> do you recommend this comic, Spider Man and the Incredible Hulk battle Doctor Doom and the Colorado Colorado Caper, uh, Bex Luther? No, no, it's a <laughs> it's an advertisement for a department store selling extremely overplaced clothing, especially at the time. <laughs> That's Who not afford- even open right now. <laughs> Yeah. It's awesome. No. I, oh. Look, cl- kids' clothing should not be this expensive. It's like it's like people buy their kids Gucci. Why? What's wrong with you? You're the problem. Okay, so no. Okay, so uh, gradually. Maybe. Uh, not as a handbook to immigrate to any kind of country. Good point. Good point. Do not try this at home. I no, um, to the United States. Nobody tell anybody, though. It's a secret. Yeah. Nobody tell anybody, especially not the 10 people I just whispered, stage whispered to. <laughs> like, <sighs> so I, 50% of me says no, 50% of me says yes. Okay, oh. Joshua Mervell, what do you think? Uh, no, <laughs> no. The only reason I would ever recommend either of these comics um, is if I were showing somebody how sometimes comic books were just like a a complete ad for something totally not related to comic books. 
Well, okay, so I would recommend this comic as an example of how even when something is commercially produced, it can still look awesome. And it can still be entertaining, you know? All right. Sell out. Yeah, totally right here. (laughs) Consume ad. Woo! Okay, so now we're going to move on to Spider-Man and the Incredible Hulk in a special back-to-school edition from Sanger Harris. Now, before we get into the review, G.I. Jolie, did you do any research on Sanger Harris? Sure did. And Woo! wouldn't you know, Sanger Harris is another defunct department store chain. Ooh, really? Uh, they only lasted very shortly from 1961 oh, to 1987. It was um, uh, if, from Dallas, Texas, specifically. Like, that was the headquarters. So it was localized and it, like, branched out a little bit, uh, but not very much. Today, in some states where it did branch out, it would be um, like the successor would be Macy's, which is a name that is still around today. This is true. Very cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Thank you for doing the research. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. I'm always um, in research mode. <laughs> awesome. So who's going to review this one, Josh? Yeah, I'll review this one real quick. Right. Apparently, I just want to say I-, I was super curious after this whole uh uh, us talking about department stores being shut down. I was curious if Zellers has ever made a uh, comic, no. and apparently, apparently in 1992, there's a <gasps> Batman comic called "Were a Word to the Wise." I remember that oh one. Boy. I think. I think yeah. I remember that one. And and I, I my think, birth year. I think I also still have my old Navy Spider-Man comic as well. Um. The interesting thing about that, I think I might have talked about it on the show, but the interesting thing about my Spider-Man Old Navy comic it was that it was a reprint of uh, Amazing Fantasy, mm-hmm. of like Spider-Man's first introduction, except for they just plastered Old Navy on onto everybody's clothes. <laughs> like it's so completely out of place the style doesn't match at all and all of a sudden it just like spider-man like peter parker runs on screen it's like old navy it's great mm-hmm. um but okay. that one sometime i would love to that one i think is from like early 2000s probably or probably around the time that the Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man movie came out. Mm, um, very cool. Or maybe the second one, I'm not sure. Uh, but, uh, okay, so we start off this one. Uh, instead of uh, Colorado, we're actually in Dallas, Texas. Um, Kingpin is showing Sandman uh, his plan on a projector, doing a little bit of a fun presentation for him. Uh, as we see Peter Parker dressed in his Spider-Man costume, swinging uh, to the airport to also fly to uh, Dallas to visit his family. Uh, he's going there to visit his aunt and uncle and little cousin that I've never heard of before. They don't <laughs> exist, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> and as they're as they're driving home, they they pull into the mall parking lot and they take note that. Uh, hey, later on, some other day during your visit, we're going to go here. And then they pull out of the mall parking lot and go home. <laughs> uh, we catch, yeah, we catch up with Bruce Banner as he's at this um, uh, this like factory. It's a oil it's, rig. Yeah, it's like a it's a. 
yeah, it's an oil rig. You're right. I don't. I didn't want to say rig because I, I was thinking ship, like a ship. Ah, uh, yeah. I guess it probably would still be a rig. Well, right? is it an oil field? Oil field, uh-huh. whatever it is. I don't. You said <laughs> ship, and I was like, oh, who are we shipping, Bruce? With? Oh no. I need to go. I need to go. I'm a grown ass woman. Um. So, uh, yeah, Bruce Banner's here. He's working at this. Uh, this oil plant and uh it turns out that sandman was sent here by the kingpin to start destroying the uh uh the the plant from underground so he's able to kind of like sift through in his sandman form uh he pops up and he gets angry so he punches bruce banner in the face for uh, i don't think really any reason because <laughs> i guess bruce banner uh looked at him so uh, that obviously pisses off Bruce and he turns to the Hulk and he starts destroying things. Uh, we cut over to Peter. He's there. He's at the mall with his cousin and, uh, uh, they're talking about how they're going to go. And then of course, as, as Hulk has turned or banner has turned into Hulk and started destroying things, a newspaper is printed already about how the Hulk has been destroying things. <laughs> so, Peter's like, uh oh, something's going on. Uh, Bruce turns uh, back into his human form, and then we cut over to Sandman, where he is dyeing his sand form green to pretend to be the Hulk, so he can go and destroy this place more easily and kind of finish off where he left off. Right. Uh, 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 he. Goes back to his apartment, starts counting his money from Kingpin. Kingpin takes a drag from his cigarette on the end of a stick and talks about how uh, he's it's perfect. He he bought all of these uh, uh, shares in a rival a gas company, and since he's destroying one, the other one the other one's worth is going to skyrocket because they're going to be so desperate for for gas that they're all going to go here. Whatever. Uh, Peter's at the mall. He runs off to go buy Aunt May a purse. And there's a bunch of ads. Uh, (laughs) As he's doing this, we see Sandman went out and bought himself a new suit, cowboy boots and a cowboy hat from all with all the money that Kingpin just gave him. Uh, Peter's Mm -hmm. spidey senses go off. So he throws a spider tracker on uh, his like shopping bag. Uh, and, uh, as, uh, oh, Spider-Man later that night starts tracking the, uh, the tracer and he, it leads him back to the plant where Sandman is dying himself green again, even though it's the middle of the night. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, the guys at the plant start trying to punch sand, uh, punch Sandman, which they think is the Hulk, and they think they're going to win by punching the Hulk, like nobody's ever tried that. But they... It's just Bruce that punches him, so he knows he's not the Hulk. Oh, right. It's Bruce. Sorry. Which is still dumb, but... Yeah, how how is he not turned into the Hulk already if he's angry enough to punch? Anyways, he mm-hmm. ends up turning into the Hulk. He starts bashing Sandman. Uh they fight and like Hulk isn't able to destroy him because he's sand. So Spider-Man thinks of an idea where he's going to trick Sandman into punching him and he's going to dodge out of the way <laughs> and he punches a cement cement truck and the cement pours all over him uh, hardening immediately 
defeating Sandman. Uh, Hulk walks away in the distance. Spider-Man swings and flies back to the airport, says goodbye to his family. He goes home and gives Aunt May her purse. Uh, and Kingpin slams his de- uh, fist on a desk in anger after being foiled once again. Foiled again, eh? Yeah. It was uh, another issue. So, yeah, this one had great art again, but the story was decidingly worse, I could say, right? It's not very good. Uh, I like this one better. better. Yeah. I I liked it better. Really? On par. What? Yeah. I think Uh, Sandman's funny. (laughs) Kate, Rex Luther, tell us why you think it was better. I think Sandman family... T- dying himself green to pretend to be the Hulk is hilarious. I think that's really clever. It it's is like, hilarious. Oh, I'll, just, yeah. I'll just blame it on the Hulk. Screw it. Everyone thinks it's the Hulk already. Like it is right. It's all an ad, so it's really it's not going to be good. But I still thought it was pretty funny. And then it's pretty brutal that they just like freeze him in carbonite at the end. Like Jesus. <laughs> like, does Sandman feel pain? I don't understand how Sandman is like nervous system works sometimes but it's really brutal that they just haul him away and he's just this pile of cement right and then it's like yeah. don't forget buy all your goods it's Sanger Harris and there's a dead <laughs> man floating I'm like oh is that a threat <laughs> I just I'm think it's hilarious in that vein of the green that he would f- know to also form the sand into the face of the Hulk Ridiculous and awesome. He's a character actor, Sam. Okay. <laughs> also, I'm really pissed off that they d- he didn't buy Aunt May a hat and it's a bag instead. But what what do these people know about continuity and mm-hmm. hats? You know, I liked it. I enjoyed it too. I just did not think it was better than the skiing one. It had better ads. Can we talk about the screaming baby that <laughs> is scared of the sand monster that's gonna eat her? Which page is that on? Jesus. Uh, <laughs> that is uh, after original page 11. Thank heavens they have hugs and kisses from Jolene. Poor helpless little babes all dressed up in their Sunday best, but at every turn dirt threatens to spoil their precious appearance. It's ridiculous. They look like they're in peril. This is yeah. frightening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I actually like this art style, but yeah, it's frightening. You like it? Yeah, I don't mind it. <laughs> it's horrifying. It's it terrifying. The last ad before they go on to continue the story, um, where like Sandman is like crushing Bruce. Um, she's holding like a doll that looks like Samara from the ring. Yeah. I mean, even the one before that, it's like this boy's arm is busted. <laughs> His arm is done for. Oh, I, <laughs> I want a little to, Sadako Yamamura doll. Not to mention <laughs> Dick Van Dyke in the foreground here. Uh, so these these children are... Uh, I've finally found the pages you were talking about. Yeah. I hate it. Hate it. <laughs> the babies screaming all of it yes yeah. the babies especially but then like if you scroll down to the other bottom there's just like these dark hands that just say yeah. creep 
attacking these women, and then someone has to freeze Ray. But don't mm. worry, they've got these plush winter coats from Sanger Harris. <laughs> Why is everybody in peril? I don't know. Mm. Oh, these sh- um. freaking shoes are sick. And also yeah. the belts. There's a pizza belt. Where do I get this pizza, pizza belt? <laughs> There's a cream of mushroom soup belt. Yeah, excuse, excuse me. me. And an there is. I want that armadillo mel- uh, belt. Yeah. And I guess it makes sense, I guess, because they're in Texas. But like. The cream mushroom soup belt, though. I love, that yeah. it's, I love that it's cream of mushroom belt. Yum. Yum. <laughs> Yum. A feast for the eyes. Oh, these coffee writers. Right? So, with inflation, that'd be like 10 bucks, but like 200 Canadian dollars. I'd pay 200 bucks for an armadillo belt. That looks rad as hell. I'd be the rootinest, tootinest dude on the playground. (laughs) Yeah, they're all, they've all got stretch bands. The buckles are metal. Did anyone um, enjoy or do any of the puzzles? This is another, yeah. This is another thing that I love about this issue is that this one not only had advertisements but it had puzzles. Does this one have a maze? The maze that is shaped like clothes. The maze was the previous one. That was the previous one. This one's the connected dots with Spider Man. Yeah, I had to figure out who it was. So like, obviously, (laughs) who is this? Who could it be? Also, um, the kingpin word puzzle. Oh. I got five out of six because I'm smart. Yeah, me too. I didn't know. I didn't get the last one. Me either. Me neither. I've never heard of that before. When it said musical, I was like, like King of Siam. That's what I guessed. And I was like, oh, I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. But musical. Like, you know what? Yeah. You know what? 1980s advertisement for a department store. You're wrong. I'm not wrong. <laughs> yeah, Kingpin's head has never been this big before either. Holy cow! Yeah, <laughs> I was about to comment on the size of his cranium too. It's just like, it's it. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Uh, puzzle for sure. Also, did anyone find? Okay, I know that we're not talking about the comic, but I'm still freaked out by these advertisements. There, it was like, okay, cool, a kids' clothing theme. Uh. Kids being attacked, kids and babies being attacked by villains and yeah. potentially supernatural threats. But there's also like extraterrestrial themes. Am I yeah, wrong? There's little alien what guys. It's like the second ad. There's little alien guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That was a bizarre yeah thing to throw it in says, there. You're right. At the playground, the girls halted. Alien faces everywhere. No need to worry. The trim, slim look of Britannia jeans are in with everyone. So don't worry about those aliens, girls. Insane. Your jeans are sick uh, enough. Hold up. <laughs> what? <laughs> this ad also says that there's a superhero pinball machine in the department store. Oh, we gotta go. Are you kidding me? Why was <laughs> that a thing when I was a kid? While my parents were shopping. Are yeah. you kidding? That's so Except smart. in the downtown and the Highland Park uh, locations, they didn't have the pinball machine. Yeah. <laughs> I think that they did. Didn't they have um, some of them had like video game like they had arcades at the mall, didn't they? 
I don't know. Probably, I remember playing yeah. N64 at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, or like, mm. who was it that we had on the show before? They like, uh, they went with their parents. Oh, this was back in like the Pogo days. They they went and they played a video game at, at a convenience store. Not a was convenience it, store. Was sorry, it Brian Kelly? Maybe no, yeah. it wasn't Brian. Hmm. Uh, it was in the computer section. It, it was in a department store, and the department store had a computer, and they played like fucking Oregon Trail or something. Oh, I can't remember. I don't but know. you know what? When it comes to me, we'll post. Sometimes it. <laughs> some department stores used to have like um, demo setups of whatever game was out, or like mm-hmm. con- old consoles encased in like clear acetate so that it wouldn't get stolen, but you could still play them. Yeah. <laughs> or like anytime you spend any sort of amount of time in a hotel lobby and you just see the, the one computer that's there for business is being used by a small child to play Fortnite. I don't know <laughs> if that's just a me thing, but that's definitely something that I've come across more than once. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's not really needed now, hey. Yeah, kids got little phones kids. now. Little iPads and So I will I, say, oh no, go ahead, Becca. Go ahead. I was actually going to talk about the comic. I wanted to say, oh. out of out of all of the stupid <laughs> reasons to get Peter somewhere that's not New York, making up a fake cousin for him is the worst. Yeah, Billy Parker. Like, Who the hell's Billy Parker? Huh? Billy Parker. I gotta know if that's if that I'm ever comes. I'm it right now. Hold on. There's no way that this family ever shows up ever again. Bill like just, Parker. Billy, Billy Parker is a singer. Oh, good for him. He grows up and gets a good job. Because like the nope. other one was like, the Daily Bugle sends Peter Parker to go film this uh, science conference. Cool. Totally makes sense. This, who the hell is, are these people? And why is Peter going to visit them? Who's, which aunt and uncle are they? Are they... Because both of his parents are dead. So is it Aunt May's sister? Does, did, did, is it Uncle Ben's? Sister yeah. or brother? Who's side of the family? Well, it would have it would have to be from the dad. It would have to be from Ben's side if they've got the Parker name. I don't think it ever says Parker. It just says Billy. So maybe oh, their uncle Aunt May's family. So like, why didn't she come? Who are these people? Peter Parker's cousin. Let's see. Mm-hmm. There's a big family tree listed in Wikipedia. The only quote Billy is Wilhelmina Billy Mariana Morales, who is related mm. to Miles Morales. So There's no... You think that's who these people are? So it's possible someone read this and tied it all together, you're saying? Maybe. I don't think so, though. <laughs> or or I think... William is a very common name. Yeah. Like, I don't think that... Um, I don't think they took it... <laughs> I don't think they took uh, they took the name from quote <laughs> department store tie-in continuity. Mm. Would it be interesting if they did? I do love that they go back to the mall after they were like, "We'll go, we'll come back here later." Just, just giving you a little heads up. This is the place we'll be at. Mm, no. And then when they are at the mall, <laughs> everyone is just so impressed by these prices and the quality. And as somebody who works in retail, I can say that it is not like this at all. Nobody <laughs> is 
being yelled at for things wildly out of their control. Um, everyone is way too happy. And um, this lady does not look like she wants to end her life. And she's working the counter. So that's just not... Fake. Right. Fake, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. See, this lady in the green pantsuit and the cowboy hat, she'd be throwing something. Mm-hmm. Um, these kids would be screaming and clanging on counters. And the woman behind the counter would be crying. That's my experience, so. <laughs> the 80s was a wild time. Uh, question. Sure. Did May Parker in... Did she marry JJJ? No. No. Okay, this is a really weird family tree. I don't know how... Because it's uh... like... There he is related. I can't remember how he ends up being related to JJ at one point. Yeah, Who marries says, his son. Peter's son? No, J JJ's son. Somebody marries him. I don't remember who it was. Uh Junior is married to somebody named Joan? Nope. Marla Madison? No. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, yeah, Marla Madison. I she was in the some of the comics you read, I think. Okay, because it says that they're married in this family tree, the Spider-Man family tree that's in... Mm-hmm. The Wikipedia. Spider-Man family tree. Because <laughs> I'm just trying to see if um, if it was Uncle Ben that had a brother, but only his oh. only brother was Richard, and, Mar- and who's married to Mary, Peter's parents. But that's it. And May Parker, who is married to Ben, it seems as though... She- the way that they connected May's name on the other side, it seems as though she's married to J. Jonah Jameson Sr. May Bell Parker. When did she get married? Oh my god. This could be Dear beyond our understanding. Very. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 uh. JJ. Yeah, it looks like J- John Jonah Jameson Sr. Yeah, married to Aunt May. In in 2016. Oh, so it's like a recent storyline. Oh, that they got married. Good for them. Okay. Okay. Oh, it's JJ. <laughs> it's J. Jo- Jonas Jameson's father who was married to Aunt May. Oh. Okay. Ah. Uh, okay. So. Aunt May married Peter's boss's dad, and now they're related. Oh, okay. That really takes the edge off for me, because I was like, wait a minute, what? So yeah. so JJ and Peter are cousins, then? No. <laughs> because JJ no. Is, is now Aunt May's stepson. Which would make them brothers. No. Well, I guess technically, but she's still his aunt, right? Right, yeah, so they would be so cousins. So they would be cousins, but... but if you but consider Aunt like May that. his mom, yeah. then they're brothers now. And then and this has been wow. quite a tangent. <laughs> We're still talking about Spider-Man, though, so Mike can't get mad. Technically, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the rules, right? There's rules to the podcast? And Is I'm, there? D- sure. No rules. Don't say that, because we will just fucking go right <laughs> off. <laughs> Um, and at least we're not ruining an episode where there's like a good plot and it's like a comic book's nostalgic about. We're ruining the comic that's an advertisement for a, a department store. Yeah, it's not like we have another comic to get to. 
No, that's it. Remember, there's only two. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I thought you were being yeah. sarcastic. Okay. It just assumes we're always being sarcastic. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, so this week has been weird. I mean, I don't know if we're done, if we're still going, but we, we were going to have three, but I we that's it. unfortunately we picked a comic that we already reviewed because it was reprinted in Marvel Team-Up like 126 or something. So Which means I don't know. It must but, have been great. Well, I read the whole thing, <laughs> and then I was like, "Wait a minute, this seems this seems familiar." And then I researched our episodes. I'm like, "Yeah, we already did the story," but it took me until I got to the last scene to realize it. So yeah, obviously it wasn't great. But um, so yeah, I guess that's it. What do you guys think? Do, do we have anything else to say about this one? I thought the art was great. John Romita senior again. Well, yeah, it's not like they're gonna give like. People are clearly paying money for these advertisements to Marvels, right? So they're probably going to put some effort into it. Maybe not in the writing, because the writing was probably very, here's what needs to happen, like, mm. exactly. But, like, the art, it's like, well, we'll have our best boy do it so that nobody can be like, what is this? Right. And I think there's a reason why it's Spider-Man and the Hulk and not, like, Quasar. Warlock and Quasar yeah, having, a, having a <laughs> yeah. jaunt, right? Mm-hmm. Although that'd be great, Warlock and Quasar going shopping at at Sanger Harris buying purses. <laughs> you know, maybe I I would enjoy that way better. So anyway, so <laughs> I recommend this comic uh, for the same reasons I recommend the other one. It's good fun. It's not a great story, but it's good fun. That's all I gotta say about it. Yeah, Julie, do you recommend it? Oh my god. Okay, I okay. I rec- I have to recommend it, but then if I recommend this one, I have to recommend the other one. So let's just say fifty-one percent of me recommends both of them. Okay, Josh. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no. Talk more about the comic, Julie. Oh no, that's it. Oh. I mean, I'm still looking at these advertisements for clothing. Yeah, they're wild. Um, yeah, I think I enjoyed this one a little bit more than the other. Uh, it's not as like convoluted and like Bruce's banner feels like maybe he belongs in the story a little bit more. At least he's kind of kind of like trying to help Spider-Man at the end defeat the bad guy. Um, but still, it's 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 another commercial um mm-hmm. i would probably only recommend this in the case of talking about how it's specifically an ad um but yeah at least it was quick <laughs> that's luther <laughs> that's what they always say um, <laughs> i mean it's funny but it's still a weird advertisement for a department store i'm interested to know like the backstory between Marvel and advertisements history of like what ads that they did for people, how much they got paid for them, why they would like, I mean, I know why it's money, but like, I want to see what else, like what other weird comic book advertisements are there? Like, I feel like these are always fun to review, but like maybe like not the issues that you go like bin hopping for right like you're not gonna pull this out of the the dollar bins and be like oh my god you're gonna be like oh wait no why would i gotta point out something about these comics for you listeners out there the one reason that i would i never i I sell a lot of my comics but i i don't sell these and the reason is because these will never ever be reprinted ever because the rights are owned by 
Down to Fuck, and what's the other one? I don't remember. Whatever they're called, Macy's. <laughs> so yeah, you can never ever get these comics. So I right. <laughs> right. There you go. <laughs> so yeah. Sorry. Uh, uh, caught so me this, off guard. I was so confused for a second. It was a callback. But I get it. comedy. Uh, it all ties together. Okay, so join us next week. We're going to be reviewing Web of Spider-Man with number 25. Beware the stalker from the stars. That's a weird one. Ooh. Trust me, it's a, it's a fill-in issue by Larry Lieber again. We all love him. Amazing Spider-Man game. I do. Part 4 featuring Daredevil. That should be fun. Ooh. And Spectacular Spider-Man 125 featuring the all-new Spider-Woman. That'll be mm. awesome. So, yeah. Exciting. Josh, you can take it from here. Yeah, we want to thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. It really helps when you leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts. Or you can drop us a line on Twitter at, at @hctspidercast. Please let us know what you guys think about the uh, the comics we're talking about and the episodes of the podcast themselves. Uh, we definitely want to keep that comics conversation going. So until next Monday, see you later. Bye.